Are you thinking about going out this weekend? Are you thinking about messing around and finding out? Well, when you do mess around and find out, you may end up in jail, whether it be Hines County, Rankin County, Madison County, or any of the little towns in between. And if you do, hey, look, I have a long and glorious history of messing around and finding out. And I wish I'd had a bail bondsman like Liberty Bell Bonds. If you end up in jail this weekend, get out of jail by calling 601-825-1077. That's Liberty Bell Bonds serving Jackson and all surrounding areas. So if you mess around and you find out, call Liberty Bell Bonds and they'll bond you out. 601-825-1077. Hey, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hour 2 of the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, is sponsored by our friends over at Stonington Farm Beef. Grass-fed, grass-finished, 100% steroid-free, antibiotic-free, and MRNA-free Mississippi-raised beef. I ate a Stonington Farm chuck eye last night. I cooked two, so I didn't have to cook again tonight. Anyway, fabulous. But y'all don't be buying up my chuck eyes. Y'all get the other stuff. You get your ribeyes. You get your hamburger meat. You get all, you leave my chuck eyes alone. But uh, give, them a, give them a shot. Check them out online. Stonington. That's Stonington with two N's. Farm.com. They're right down there in Perkinston, Mississippi. They, they come up here once a month. And they meet at three different locations for you to pick your order up. And I'm guessing you can get it other times. So you, you may have to go down. Maybe they can ship it. I don't know. But um, but they come up here once a month. And uh, you can check out their all their cuts, their prices. I'm telling you, try the ground beef. It's the best ground beef you'll ever eat. I put it in everything. I don't buy store-bought ground beef anymore. I mean, I still get a store, store-bought ribeyes here and there. But ground beef, chuck eyes, sirloin, I get all that from Stonington Farm. I mean, I tell you, just when you know what you're putting in your body, you start taking, you start looking at that kind of stuff, man, life changes. You start eating right. Man, you can control what you put in your body. You can control anything. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. All right, but look, check them out. Stoningtonfarm.com. All right, in the studio, I've got Eddie Poole. I've got Aubrey Pridgen, and I've got John Gallagher. We're going to start with Eddie and Aubrey. They've got a big event this Saturday, September 9th, 1 to 8 p.m. It's called Recovery Fest. These are the same fellas that put on Night of Hope. If, uh, if, you, if you're in the Celebrate Recovery kind of scene in churches and stuff like that, you're familiar with this. I know I am, and it's going to be a big event. They got, looks like, uh, well, I don't want to steal their thunder. We'll start with Eddie. Hey, Eddie, man. I met you first. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm great. Thanks for having us, bro. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Tell us, so, uh, let's do it. Tell everybody who's playing Friday the, night. We'll kind of start at the end and work our way to the beginning. Okay, at the end, for the end of the band? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, we'll, we'll start with the event, and then I want to hear, I want you to gotcha. tell people who you are and tell them about yourself. Okay, um, so the event it starts. Um, you just want me to give you a timeline of how it yeah, rolls I mean, out, how it plays. Yeah, the bands and you know okay. just all that stuff. So from one to three is a ministry fair that'll be inside the uh, tornado room, uh, and three o'clock everything moves outside. We'll have um, five different bands. Uh, we'll have Kayla Berry, um, Free Rain, Given Grace. Uh, and then, of course, our Night of Hope worship team and another church, Hope Fellowship. Um, in between those, I think we got, what, three testimonies? Three Auburn? testimonies, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and who are they? We have Greg Pettigrew, right. uh, Brandy Miller, right. 
and Rodney Williams from uh, Club Meth to Club Christ. Meth to Christ yeah. yeah, I see that here on the fire, yeah. Club Meth to Christ. Boy, been down that road. Um, but so, that's going to be a good event. I it's think it's really cool awesome. what y'all are doing. Yeah. I, I really do. It's when, y'all, when y'all reached out to me, I'm like, this is in my wheelhouse here. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like this kind of stuff. I like a big event to get people together. Because I, you know, I think one of, the, one of the things about addiction and recovery there's a lot of, and I, I see the word unashamed and ashamed thrown around a lot no. in this. And I think I think shame is a big part of of recovery, and you know, being scared to talk about it and being scared to tell your story. And I, when I started doing this, I was like, man, I'm just going to bear it all because I'd rather me do it than somebody else say, oh yeah, that guy that gets up there and talks all that stuff. Well, you know, he used to be addicted to drugs and this, that, and the other. I'd rather you hear it from me, right? Right. Than somebody else, I kind of wear it on my shoulder and and roll <laughs> with it. And you know, so I know being people in this community, being able to talk to other people. Yeah, it, it is an important thing. Be able to get around other people, and when I was doing my testimonial Tuesday shows every week, I, I did that because every story may sound the same to somebody who's never fought that battle. Yes, but to somebody out there that's been through it, and for somebody out there that's going through it, cause I know we got people that listen to the show that are battling battling addictions. Yeah, um, and I, I said well, something I, I stumbled upon over the years is everybody's rock bottom is different. Yeah, depending on where you started at. You know, we don't even matter that necessarily, but everybody's rock bottom can be different. And you get, people get to hear the stories and say, hold on, that's where it went wrong for me. That was, okay, Th- they were able to come back from that. I can too. Yeah. This ain't, I don't have to stay here where I'm at. Yeah. And uh, like I say, every, everybody's battle is different. And, um, so that was one of the reasons that motivated me to start the Motivational Tuesday. And then guys like uh, the, I was telling you all, the uh, Recovery Lab folks, Danny and them over there, uh, they they've really grabbed the grabbed the baton on that and ran with it, and I'm like, it's in good hands. That's right. Yeah. Not saying not saying that they did it because I was doing it, but it was something that also started. And I've interviewed those guys, and you know, I, I know that the recovery conversations are in good hands. No. You know, with those guys, and we still do them here and there too. So, yeah. So this is, what's cool about this this is these events. You know, they're. Um, they're just a place where people of of like mindedness or, or or struggles that had have had struggles in their life. We can all come and be real. We don't have to put on a mask or nothing, like you were saying. And you can just um, and be honest. And and then that's but that's how you start growing. That's how you recover from this. You can't can't recover from something if you don't admit what you got a problem with, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Eddie, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Give us a. The condensed version of your testimony, okay. if you're comfortable doing that. Yeah, I am, man. Um, short and sweet. I'm, I'm going to try to keep it short. So November 20th of 2017 is my uh, sobriety date. So I have I got six years coming up. But I was bad off on, I was a, a heroin, fentanyl, and, and Dilaudid uh, opiate addict, IV opiate addict. And my son got hooked on on the needle at a very young age and man when i found i was like man this is a devastating you know that if if anything was going to stop me from doing dope it was that you know and and so he actually went to recovery before me and i because i didn't think i could get off of it but and so he got me into recovery when i got out i was so um I was just in awe. I was like, man, I can't believe that I am clean. It's, it's so, and I knew that other people had felt hopeless like that. But it's just such a surprise. Like, wow, I'm actually clean. You know, you know I, I want to interrupt you for one second. You talked about the hopeless and and being wild that you were clean. Uh, people who haven't battled opioid addiction or, or even 
uh, even long term, just prescribed pain medicine. Right. People forget what it's like to really be happy yeah. and to really be sad and to really have to deal with the emotional roller coaster that is life uh, because you've got this imaginary happy that opioids make you feel. Yeah. And I mean, God knows when I took them, it, it, I mean, the pain is how I was able to get the prescription, but it was the, it, those, the pain was the least of my concerns. It was, I mean, these things put me in a good mood all the time. I never have to be sad. All right. You know, and uh, so I think that's something that people just, just don't understand is when you, when you said that you were just shocked that you could, you could be sober and you could not be addicted. I'm like, one of the first things you realize is, yeah, you learn how to deal with your real life emotions again. That's right. Yeah, you think people think you could drown your sorrows, but unfortunately, your sorrows can swim. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so you're coming up on six years, yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, so, tell me how you guys got linked up here. Uh, was Night of Hope uh, some, an idea that you birthed? Is it something y'all came up with together? You and uh, Aubrey here. What, what, tell me about Night of Hope. No. So when I got out, I was like, like I was saying, I was just such. Uh, I knew other people were felt hopeless like me. So my initially, I tried to start going to like ghettos and projects, talking to these cats, right? And I, and that did not go over too good. Nobody wanted to hear it. So. Um, <laughs> So the church that sponsored me, Overflow Church, to go to recovery. Is that here locally? That is in McGee. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went back to McGee when I got out of recovery because and that, I'd never been there, but that's the church that sponsored me to go. And so they uh, asked me if I wanted to be over a uh, recovery meeting, celebrate recovery there at the, in McGee. And so um, through that, I was thinking – you know what, we, we're we asking people to come here, but what if people can't come here? And that's where the Night of Hope was birthed. It was like, we'll, how about we load up and we go to them? And so we started going to recovery centers, um, meeting and direct the directors of those centers and, and establishing good relationships, letting them know they could trust us, and it has just grown uh, tremendously. Um all things new, Aubrey right here, he's he was my first sponsor that sponsored the events. And so um we're very grateful for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so tell me what Night of Hope is. I mean, is it now it's like a quarterly big event y'all do Yes sir, yes. Quarterly, right? So right. T- tell people about that. Yeah, we try to take on one new church a year. So it's only been going two years though. So we'll travel uh to a church. It's about it starts at six and ends at eight. Sometimes it goes to eight thirty. But we'll have uh, we'll have drama teams. Better do the skit, uh, testimonies, um, some jam up worship sets. You know, um, so it's just a, it's just a, a recovery event. You know, um, those were are all inside churches. And then this year, this will be our first outdoor. Uh, it's grown into this recovery fest. That's awesome, Mike. Let's do this. Let's take a break real quick. When we come back, I want to hear about Aubrey. We've also got a. Lifelong friend of mine, John Gallagher, yes, sir. here in the studio. He's uh, he's three years coming up on three years sober, or just hit three years sober. Congratulations to John. We're going to hear about that. This is the Clay Edwards Show, uh, talking about Recovery Fest this Saturday, September 9th, 1 to 8 p.m., the Rankin County Tornado Safe Room. That's also known as the Rankin County uh, Multipurpose Complex out there. You know where it is, folks. You know where it is. Be there, 1 to 8, Saturday. Free to get in, right? Free to get in. Free to get in. No, you can't beat free. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This segment is uh, going to be brought to you by our friends over at 
any mini mighty mo gracie south jiu-jitsu and kickboxing get over there see them today i had a friend of mine reach out to me last night wants to get her son involved she was like hey is there a a discount or a special if i mention your name i'm like as a matter of fact it is everybody gets the first week free but after that you get 20 percent off if you mention that you heard it here on the clay edwards show they got two locations one out there in Madison on Ridgecrest Drive, and then one in there in Pearl at Fairmont Plaza. That's Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. Uh, adult Jiu-Jitsu taught by Hoist Gracie Black Belt and a South Jacksonian uh, legend himself, Mr. Chance Shepard. Then they all, of course, have Kids Jiu-Jitsu, great way to learn discipline and bully prevention. And, of course, they have women's only self-defense classes taught in a no-male intimidation atmosphere by a female coach. And they also have... Fitness kickboxing, a great non-monotonous workout, just as the ad says there. Nothing more boring than running on a treadmill. Go kick a bag. I got on a treadmill the other night ran for three miles. I, I was joking with my girlfriend. I said, I, I, I did it three miles an hour for an hour. She said, you were not running. I was like, I, I was running. I, I was running for dear life, running like something was chasing me. And um, yeah, But I, I do a little show prep on the treadmill. I can watch a podcast or something on my TV, neither here nor there. I'd have rather been doing kickboxing, but I wasn't. I was doing a monotonous workout on the treadmill. But look, check them out, GracieSouth.com. Make sure you know, make sure they know that you heard it here on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, in the studio with me, I got the guys bringing Recovery Fest, uh, also part of the Night of Hope Ministry uh, Recovery Outreach folks, and uh, that is Aubrey Pridgen, Eddie Poole, and uh, John Galler. And we're going to get to John, uh, I think, in the next segment, maybe, if not sooner. Uh, but now we, we talked to Eddie in the first segment. Now we're going to go to Aubrey Pridgen. Aubrey is also with – what? Uh, Aubrey, tell us who you're with here. All Things New. All, all Things New Ministry, yeah. We're out of Brandon, Mississippi. Uh, uh, you know, we share the gospel everywhere. Um, all Things New is usually in a rehab, transitional home, a jail every day of the week. I think we're in about three different places today. Um, I have my partner, Scott Walters, is with me. He's actually at a – crusade breakfast for go tell rick gage uh it's going to jackson today to help clean up a house for some people and today, this afternoon we'll be in the rankin county jail and we'll be in the scott county jail you know i, I want to say something real quick you mentioned rankin county jail and i y'all, y'all don't have to speak on this but i know brian bailey's gonna been catching a lot of heat lately from folks for stuff and i'm gonna tell i, I want to take the opportunity to say something about brian bailey what that man's done with that jail and the opportunities he's That's extended right. to people with his trustee program and with allowing ministries like yourselves in there. Uh, my friend Benny Ivy, uh, his strong arms group is in there. What they're doing, I mean, I, you know, I'm not here to pass judgment on this other stuff or condone it, condemn it, whatever. But what he's done with that jail and what they're doing with trying to actually help people get their lives on track, that we, we need to, folks need to keep that in mind while, they're throwing, right. while they're throwing their stones. Oh. Yes, I, uh, I, I want to say that. Yeah, um, I'll say this, too. Uh, last night we baptized three women and three men, and uh, we baptized thousands of people there, and lots of people's lives have changed. We call it the best church in Mississippi. Uh, it's amazing what's happening there. And I know yeah, Brian's a dear friend of mine. Actually, I met him. I was in the Rankin County Jail trustee uh, almost 28 years ago and yeah. uh, when he first started working there. And me and him have been friends. And I'll say this, Brian is one of the most gentle people you'll meet. And, uh, you know, and a lot's going on, and that's about. But the main thing is we love the people in the jail. They're our people. Uh, they're, um, we give our life for those people behind them blocks. 
in that steel, and uh, we love them. We're, we're for them. We try to help them. Uh, we've actually done Nights of Hope in there. Inside, we can't invite yes. everybody, yeah. but we've done several Nights of Hope, uh, and just amazing, you know, for the for the inmates there. It's pretty cool. Well, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a good opportunity to convert folks, you know, get people on the yes, right track. I mean, right. we talk about your rock bottom. Where's your rock bottom? Mine was a uh, mine was a holding cell out there in Raymond Detention Center, you know, because I got there for three or four days, you know, in essence, the, well, I guess they would call the drunk tank, you know, no. and um, uh, Judge Skinner had a coming to – Jesus with me in his courtroom when I when I got to when I finally got to court and I got the opportunity to thank him for that uh, the other night I ran into him at my birthday dinner and um you know but neither here nor there uh, is it's that kind of stuff that that can really motivate you yeah that's yeah. what got us I think all of us uh, but yeah uh, going back to uh, you know recovery uh, we we try we want to teach people you can have a good time being sober. You know, you can, we used to do all this crazy stuff, you know. I was 23 on the bar, did crazy stuff, none at all, you know, until I got in trouble. And so. Uh, so you owned a bar? Yeah, I owned a bar at Which one, one time. Which I had one? the Redwood Inn on Terry Road. It was my family's old place. And, I, I uh, have I have met you before. Yeah. Uh, somebody introduced me to you as that. And, uh, you know, my dad owned a store, a convenience store on Lynch Street for 40-some-odd years. Yeah. And uh, so I, we, I remember going to Redwood as a kid. Yeah, so, putting on hot dogs and all that, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but, you know, my life has changed, man. I had an accident, drinking and driving, a wreck, and people got injured. And uh, I was MDOC. Four nine three six four. That's my number. And uh, but man, I'm a born again Christian, and God changed me. Jail. The I got saved in jail, and uh, I'm a convicted felon with uh, no college education. I made a great living, and I just want to pay back the Lord what the Lord's given to me, and uh, by by sharing the gospel. You know, one of the big things of my plat- that I use on my platform is I try to, you know, business owners out here listening, my people in positions to hire folks. I tell them all the time, man, give these felons a chance. Oh, you know, man. man and I, we had a girl that was listening one day. I got on a rant about people not hiring felons. And uh, everybody, it's, but the job market's obviously changed. You know, a lot of people don't want to work. I was like, felons? If it was me. If it, and I, and I, it's only because I didn't get caught that I'm not. If, if, that was, if it was me, you know, I, I'd be resubmitting my applications. Yeah. You know, you got a good chance to possibly get get some work when you maybe wouldn't have a year ago. By lunchtime that day, I got a message from a lady. She goes, I just want to thank you. I, I resubmitted my app to one of the places, and they called back, and I got a job today but based on what you said on the show. Man, just that's the kind of stuff that motivates me to still get up and do this every day. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's amazing. We could talk for days and days about what happens at Rankin County. Well, just, just for instance, yesterday I walked out of the jail, uh, the sheriff's office, and I looked, and there was a little girl, uh, well, your grown woman, uh, left her job, and she's in a donation car. She's taking care of her kids, and she drove off. And I said, wow, there's that car we gave her. And there she, you know, no. I gave her a year ago, you know, we gave her a little car. And uh, so just amazing things, testimony after testimony. But, yeah, Night of Hope is so important because, um, okay, from three, the first part, back to it, from one to three, we're going to have uh, – we're going to have a, a, a ministry fair. Any kind of church, any kind of ministry is welcome to come. It's free to set up. See, we're about the kingdom. We're about networking. Uh, Jesus with the disciples was, he didn't have like a box he was in. We're on the roads. That's why we don't even have a building, a church. You know, we, we use other buildings. You know, we have plenty you, you, of people. You go, to, you go to the centers. Right, right, right. We go to where they're at. Yeah. And, and the jails, the centers, the, the different places like that. And so Night of Hope is... You know, a lot of things, uh, you, uh, worship is a big part of our our um, 
I guess our walk, man. We worship, and we like good worship music, and there's great music now. And uh, we do the Celebrate Recovery. See, our, our goal basically is to meet people in the jail and not just say, hey, you know, Jesus, good luck, you know, and all that. We say, no, we're, we're at the Celebrate Recovery at the Point Church every Monday night. Or we're at the Celebrate Recovery on Thursday night at Trinity Church. Or we're at this one over here at Church of the King in Morton on Sunday afternoon. You know, come see us. Here's, here we are. Here's our phone number. Here's our address. And then so, because people have to continually walk that walk and, and keep in, uh, keep plugged in, as they say, as we say. And because uh, otherwise they'll get steered off in a second. It won't take long. I actually, look, I tell people all the time, uh, I have to say my famous quote is, uh, it's the best day ever. Every day I wake up and I say, this is the best day ever. Yeah. And, uh, and and another thing, man, um, you know, that's so important, you know, is to keep, you know, enjoying life and having a good life and through Jesus Christ and our change. We're a new creation, and we want to live it and walk it and show other people and show them the love of Jesus. Man, I can tell, you know, you talk about how easy it is to kind of fall off and get sidetracked and whatnot. I, I can tell when I ain't been to church in a little while. I feel just spiritually lost a little bit. Yeah. You know, like I feel I feel like my foundation gets a little off. I get a little off center. I get talking about things I might not normally talk about. But when you, when you, and just when you get in that church, it's funny how this mental state takes over and you start wanting to wanting to avoid topics and wanting to avoid people and wanting to avoid situations and stuff. It's like it's, a, it's an accountability thing, maybe. No. You know, I don't know the best way to describe it or spiritual, I guess. It's, 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 it's the spirit yeah, the taking spirit. over. It's the Holy yes. Spirit getting a hold <laughs> of you. Right. You know, when you get a good church home, uh, you know, forever my church home will be Hickory Ridge. I don't get to go as much as I used to because it's, it's, it's like an hour drive. That's no excuse, but it, it's a hole. But uh, but when I go, man, you get a good preacher like Pastor Terry Fan out there, and everybody's got their own. And uh, man, you get a hold of you. Yeah, you know, yeah, have, yeah. have you out there raising your hands, singing, and you know, wanting to live right? That's get, right. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what we want with this night of hope. We want Holy Spirit to touch people's heart and realize, man, there is there is another life, and there is fun, and 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 life is good, you know, and God is good, and and just uh, feel the Holy Spirit through the music and through the people and being in communion with each other, and uh, and it's just really amazing what they do, and. Uh, about Eddie, I tell you, I met Eddie. We have a Celebrate Recovery at the Point Church on Brandon. It's one of the biggest around. We, uh, Me and my late wife, Debbie Pridgen, started it. Can I ask you this real quick? Yeah. The Point, where is that in Brandon? It's uh, 1120 Star Road in Brandon. I, you know, I, I think there's a guy from there that came by the dealership I was working at, and uh, I, was buying a car for somebody. You know, I think part of his ministry was to try buy, buy a vehicle for, for somebody that needed one that was uh, going through recovery and Stuff like that. So I hear really good things about the Point Church. Yeah. I, 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 like, I could just tell the guy was doing something. I said, man, is this, is this a ministry for you or something? It was just the way he was talking. And I, I wish I could remember his name. But um, he's like, yeah, yeah, it is. God just put it on my heart. And he's like, I gave a trailer away to a guy the other day. And I helped a guy sort of lawn business the other day. And it's just been this trickle-down effect. And every time I think I'm not going to do something, the Lord tells me, yes, you are. There you go. You know, they say you do it, and then he blesses you ten times. Right. And uh, yeah, But I, that's the good stuff I hear about going on out there at the Point. Yes, yes, it's a great, it's a great church and all, and there's lots of great churches. We want every church full. We don't, we're not just trying to focus. That's why we're kingdom, we're that's, kingdom that's team. Right. And uh, you know, uh, God has blessed me, and I just want other people to be blessed too. But uh, one thing I want to say, Clay, one of the most going back to Rankin County Jail, one of the most amazing things I tell you. This is this describes the jail ministry that happens there. 
I was in there one night, and we were praying for men, and I saw something on the floor, like wet. And I thought, is something, you know, there's something wet on the floor here. What is this? And I thought, and I looked down, man, it was tears. It was tears all over the floor of the jail. And it was amazing, you know. And so uh, so that's, that's, our, that's our thing, man. We want to, you know, God knows those tears, and so do we. And we yeah. want people's lives to change. Absolutely. So, so we're going to take a break real quick. Don't forget, I'm, I'm going to plug it. It's this Saturday, September 9th, so. 1 to 8, right there at the uh, Brandon, uh, the Rankin County Safe Room, the, the Rankin County uh, Multipurpose Complex, right over there on Marquette Road. One to, one to eight. One to three is going to be the uh, t- uh, the ministry testimonies fair, and yeah. ministry and all that. And there's going to be the bands and all that stuff outside. I mean, Kayla Berry's playing. That's right. Kayla's huge. And it's going to get loud. Yeah. <laughs> Kay- Kayla's, Kayla's huge. And it was like got some, uh, some uh, I guess some of these are Christian rock bands too. They're gonna have a little have a little noise, you know. Got three doors down right down the road right after that. I mean, come on, make it make it a good night of Mississippi right. music right there. Yeah, come on. Come on down. Hey, look, check out their website too, uh, all things new That's all things new It's Night of Hope, Recovery Outreach, Recovery Fest this Saturday. We'll be right back. We're gonna have John Gallagher, my old South Jackson running buddy. Here in the studio, John, got to keep all our secrets secret now. We've got to draw the line somewhere now. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, man. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, this segment, I feel like this is a great tie-in here. This segment's going to be brought to you by our friends out at Mercy House Teen Challenge. Come on. Auto Center right there in Crystal Springs, man. Uh, they're doing the Lord's work down there. I know I talk about it a lot. Get down there. If you're looking for a vehicle in that ten to $20,000 range, I know that may sound like a lot of money. It, it is a lot of money. But if you've been vehicle shopping lately, it ain't a lot of money. They specialize in that in that price range. And that's a hard market to satisfy, man. But thankfully, because of y'all's great donations and stuff, they're able to price these vehicles right. And look, uh, take advantage of that. Take advantage of, of, of people doing the right thing. And look, you got an old car out in your driveway, running or not. Uh, business owners, you got a fleet of vehicles. You don't feel like uh, having to send them to the auction and get pennies on the dollar for them. Get that tax write-off. Get that tax write-off by donating them because Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center is a 501c3 organization. So you can get that tax write-off with that donation. And the good thing is it's going to put fathers back in homes and help battle addictions with their recovery center. And uh, we were just talking about them during the break here, uh, all the great work they do, Matthew Milliman and all those guys down there. It's good folks, man. I've I've had Matt on the show a couple times. Again, just good folks. You can't go wrong doing business with them. That's MercyHouseAutoCenter.com, located right there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. All right. Here in the studio, it's the Recovery Fest guys with uh, Night of Hope. Going to be this Saturday, 1 to 8, right there in Brandon on Marquette Road at the uh, Rankin County Tornado Safe Room slash Multipurpose Center. Going to be a good time. A lot of bands. We've talked to Eddie. We've talked to Aubrey. Now we're going to talk to my buddy, John Gallagher. Now, I grew up in South Jackson with John. We burned the roads up together. A lot of McDowell Road, hanging, slanging, and banging. Oh, yeah. John, how's it going this morning, brother? Pretty good, man. We we go way back to Midnight Sun, Inez's days. Yeah. Before, even before that. But yeah. No Ab- Apple Ridge to, to yeah, all the way Apple down Ridge. to... All the way. Bumpers or Sonic or whatever. Sonic. Yeah, Sonic. Yeah. Apparition yeah. Sonic and everywhere in between. Junior food more. Yeah. Uh, good times, man. Yeah. I saw I saw a guy mm-hmm. get curb stomped at Junior one time, man. It's changed my life. I never want to be that guy. That might have been me. Yeah. Oh, no, man. it That was a tough thing to see. But yeah. You saw a lot of things like that on McDowell mm-hmm. Road. The, the, we didn't know it at the time. We, we was growing up in the white ghetto. That's right. You know, looking back in hindsight. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
know, that kind of stuff don't happen in other places. Uh, but John was telling me during the break, man, I didn't even know this. So John's pushing three years of sobriety. I don't want to steal a thunder here. March eleventh. But, but he said, uh, that's, "That's good stuff, there, brother." Mm-hmm. He said that he was he was uh, he was in a, in, a, in a trap house high, and listened to the very first Clay Edwards show, and that was the show that I did about. Uh, Ways to Become a Better Man. It was my first show here ever. I'd gone to church that Friday for a men's conference, and it changed the whole trajectory of what I was planning to do. And it's funny how church can do that, right? And uh, one of the things I brought up was, do you know six people that your parents could call today if you died to be your to be your pallbearers? And uh, that's something I stand by, man. Make sure you've got six friends. But John was listening to that show, and shortly after that, he uh, got on the path to sobriety. John, I didn't mean to steal your thunder there, but yeah. I want to set it up for you. Tell us about yourself. Uh, well, like you said, you know, grew up South Jackson, upper middle, you know, kind of middle class. Dad had a hunting and ro- fishing radio show. Mom was, uh, she ran the American Heart Association over there on McWillie. Where'd, you, you where'd your dad have a show at? He, uh, he had uh, a show called Hogs and Horns. It was a hunting and fishing show. Uh, it was broadcast on uh, Sports South. He also uh, uh Ran the boat dealership CNS Marine. Yeah, over there in Lakeland. Yeah, and it's around. So he did that for many years. And your dad still around? No, and they he passed away a few years back to cancer. Not long before that, mom uh, passed away to cancer. And uh, you know, uh, that's kind of about where my spiral started. I was in addiction for about thirty years. I mean, since I was about twelve, off and on again. But uh, my spiral really started when uh, people started dying off, and. Uh, and uh, I think it all, you know, you talked about uh, your bottom uh, when the sh- uh, our our segment started. And uh, I reached my bottom, I think, when um, I was in rehab um, for uh, heroin addiction. I didn't want to go. Uh, I was going just to make everybody else happy, I guess. Um, but uh, about my 27th day. Never works out like that, does it? No, you got to want it. You really I mean, do. You, you, you gotta, I mean, something's got to happen inside of you. It's going to be the hardest fight of your life. you, you got to want to win it. It is. But my sister was um, Amanda. I don't know if you remember Amanda. I, I remember she, Amanda. Uh, she was, a, at this point, she was a full-on heroin user. So was I, IV user, and a uh, uh, full-on IV meth user. And uh, she had had to uh, resuscitate me several times from OD, and she got fed up sick of it and begged me to go to rehab. She didn't want to lose me. And uh, I was terrified to go because in my in my spirit, I felt like that if I went, I'd never see her again. And uh, about my 27th day in, uh, she OD'd and died from a fentanyl overdose. And that's where I hit my bottom. So I left uh, I left straight from rehab and went straight back to Dope Man. Should have ran to Christ, ran straight back to the needle. Let me, so, let me ask a question real quick. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I meant to ask it earlier. You, you, you and Eddie have both mentioned fentanyl users. Mm-hmm. Are people knowingly taking fentanyl? Like, like I'm going to get some fentanyl because this is this this missed me when I was going through my stuff. I was a pill user and mm-hmm. and, and, and speed. Um, are, are you knowingly doing fentanyl, knowing the dangers of fentanyl, or is it? Are are they lacing? Are you thinking you're doing heroin and you're getting fentanyl? For how, how's, me, how's this process? For me, I never knew it was in the mix. Okay, and um, I, I don't know from I was experience. a fentanyl addict. Yeah. I, I um. I knowing that's what I was on, but you know? knowing the yeah. potential dangers. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I was just curious. I didn't know 
if 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 you could just if there was a fentanyl dealer or if it was heroin being laced with fentanyl or well, what it, the it's deal both. Was. But in my case, I was I'd rather have fentanyl than any. any sure, well, yeah, most powerful drug in the world right yeah. now, basically. So yeah. yeah, all right. I was just I was just curious on that. So I hope parents are listening to this. You know, that's one of the yeah. things I would always talk about. Is like hopefully. You know, parents and loved ones are start looking for these little things in people, man. And well, now they're finding fentanyl in the methamphetamine too, from what yeah, I hear. That's crazy, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and you know, those those guys are pressing their own pills and uh, putting it in the mix to make it more powerful, and it's killing folks left right, and right. right. People are dropping like flies. I lost so many friends since then, but one pill can kill. Oh yeah, I mean, that's real. Oh yeah, that's so real. Mm-hmm. I. So I didn't mean didn't mean to cut you off there, but uh, say twenty seven days. April mm-hmm. died. Oh, Amanda. I'm sorry, yeah, Amanda. Amanda. A- a- April died. Amanda. Amanda. I-, I got April stuck in my head. Amanda died. I, I knew another April that. Uh, well, yeah, I have an April. older sister named April. But you might be okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Amanda dies. You get you you check out a rehab and go get high. Oh yeah, and uh, at this point in my life, um, I'd burned just about every bridge with anybody that loved and cared about me and me my nephews nieces all of them um you know it was bad i mean i ended up uh on the streets of jackson wandering going you know uh trap house to trap house just doing whatever to get high and just had given up you know i was at the end of my rope but then i felt like i was at the end of my life and you know it was in a, you know pretty much suicidal you know wanted to wanted it just to be over you know and um I ended up uh, I ended up having this radical encounter with Jesus the day I got arrested. I, I'd uh, I'd consciously made up my mind that I was going to end it and I was going to commit suicide. And I'd set up a drug deal with a with a guy, and I was going my way to meet him. And um, the Lord got involved and um, had me arrested and and delivered me in the uh, the holding tank in Richland in Richland in. I had this radical encounter with Jesus, put me on my knees and, you know, just changed my life forever. Delivered me from all the, all the drugs, all the grief, all the misery. And um, that's when, when I got to Rankin County Jail, it was just a few short weeks. And I met Aubrey and, uh, in the trustee program. And, and uh, that's, that's about where my walk began. You know, it was, you know, then I've, you know, never been the same. Haven't looked back. How long, how long were you in Rankin County? I was in Rankin County just a few short months, but I had to answer to a charge, uh, probation violation in Lamar, and uh, they revoked it, and I ended up in prison in Loosedale for about a year. And uh, that whole stint in prison, which was just just over a year, you know, was pretty much a training ground, you know, for me to go back in and pull people, you know, out of the darkness, and, you know, the, the... some of the prisons are just flooded with drugs and you know it was like it was also a testing ground for me i was you know i was tempted you know but i know i didn't fall back into it i have i had absolutely no feeling toward the stuff and you know even my brack mate but that was below me you know he was a daily user and it was offered all the time and i was just i buried my face in the bible that Aubrey gave to me that's a, that's an interesting that's an interesting uh situation there because you think you go to well nothing else i could sober up in jail mm. you know and then then you get then you get offered some dope and like well it ain't, it ain't like i got anything to do tomorrow right and that's how a lot of guys fall victim in there too it it's uh because it, it's readily available you know but what they need to realize is what i realized what i should have realized in rehab when amanda died was i could have ran to christ instead of running back to that needle but you know so i'm you know i'm trying to you know, like Aubrey, you know, bring the word and bring the gospel and, and show people that, you know, 
that there is a way out that there is light in the darkness and and then you know your life can change no matter how bad you think you've got it because i was at the bottom i was in the pit i mean i was literally in the pit and um you know he you know jesus pulled me out of it and set me on a solid foundation and now i have a relationship a strong relationship with christ and i know that I'll, i'll never go back to that life and i know that he'll give me you know he'll provide for me no matter what you know no even even in hard times that I, you know, because it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Once you, you know, mm-hmm. you start this walk with Jesus, it, it actually gets harder, man. That enemy comes at you even harder the closer you get with Christ. And and um, but there's places like, I, you know, like uh, the Night of Hope events, which that radical encounter I had with Jesus in Richland, uh, holding cell. The, you know, um, the second time I had that that presence feeling was at my first night of hope event at the Foundry Church, and I mean it was it changed my life. I mean, it was, you know, coming out of prison, I I didn't go straight into a recovery program. I I just I kind of thought, well, I'm, I've been just over a year sober or almost a year and a half sober. I'm good. I don't I don't need a program. I mean, I'm I'm good. I was attending church, but um, I didn't know how bad. I just you know I needed that community until my first recovery meeting. And then a couple of months after that was the night of hope. And, um, you know, my first meeting, I knew I was supposed to be there. I knew I needed to be a part of that. Hold, hold that thought. We've got to take a break real quick. We'll come back. We'll land the plane with you. Let you wrap your story up. Remind everybody again, this Saturday, September 9th, 1 to 8, it's Recovery Fest. Brought to you by the Night of Hope folks right there at the Rankin County Tornado Safe Room on Marquette Road. That's also the uh, Rankin County Multipurpose Complex, where they do the rodeos at and all this, that, and the other. You know where it's at. Right down from the convention. I mean, right down from the uh, amphitheater. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back to land the plane for the day on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back in. Guys, we got about a minute. John, I'm going to cut you short on your okay. story. We'll catch up and do a round two, because uh, just what you were telling me in the break, there's no way we can get get, get the, the heaviness of that into a minute or two here on <laughs> no. the radio. Let's just close with this. I want, first off, I want to thank you guys for coming in today. I'm stoked to be a part of the event. Uh, I'll be out there uh, at minimum one to three, um, uh, Saturday one to five, something like that. I, I will be going to the concert later that night, so I had to dip out early enough to get ready. But neither here nor there, this Saturday, it's Recovery Fest, September 9th, 1 to 8 p.m. It's the Rankin County Tornado s- Center. So excited to see everybody. Yes. You know. Yep, uh, Aubrey. It was great talking to you, Eddie. Great talking to you again, John. Great seeing you, guys. Keep that in mind. Hey, look. If you wanted to, like, if this has touched you or moved you in any way today, and you feel like, man, I, you know, uh, addiction's not my struggle, but but I want to help somebody that it is. You can donate to All Things New. That's these guys right here. Their night of hope, night of hope program. All Things New Inc. dot com. All Things New Inc. dot com. And hey, guys, I got a special interview I did yesterday. With country music, soon to be country music superstar, he's already a star. That is Brian Martin. He sings what I consider the theme song to the show, F A F O. Of course, he got a lot more hits. He just played, just sold out the Grand Ole Opry, and more. Got a bunch of stuff coming out with Cody Jinks, and he we stumbled into a great conversation about uh, recovery and a testimony and all that yesterday in our twenty-three minute conversation. It'll be available on the podcast at ten o five. See y'all tomorrow. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Peace out.
I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.